Oh, real quick, guys, this episode of Written By is brought to you by StoryFlint. Story Are you looking to hone your writing skills and elevate your storytelling abilities yes. above the rest? Well, look I no am. further than StoryFlint. Whoa. Our growing library includes a wide range of resources, including guides, articles, and curated tools and videos to help writers of all levels improve their craft. Now, that all sounds really cool, but what really sets StoryFlint apart is their exclusive Notion templates. Now, these templates are tailor-made for writers and world builders to provide an easy and intuitive way to organize your story elements. Oh, heck yeah. So whether you're an aspiring author or a seasoned vet, StoryFlint is the perfect resource to help you grow your skills and take your storytelling to new heights. Your one-stop shop for learning the art of storytelling is here. Visit StoryFlint.com. I'm Robert Therrell. And I'm Chase Bridges. And we're both screenwriters. Listen along each week as we either work together to write a new short film or go head to head with competing movie pitches. This is Written By. Welcome to our Trouble Date BTS podcast. Yeah, basically we just put out our short film, Trouble Date, which is based on episode two of this podcast. This is the first short film that originated on the podcast that we have adapted, produced, and made an actual short film that you can watch. It's on our YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, we uh, a while ago after we finished the final cut for the film, We recorded us talking about kind of the writing process and how we took what was an episode of the podcast and turned it into a whole short film, how the short film shoot was. And then after that, we recorded the two of us talking with our two lead cast members, Matthew Quadovov and Abby Abby Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah. We talk a little bit about... And just talk about shooting the short film. Uh, We're just super excited for you guys to hear it and... um... Yeah, enjoy. If you have not seen the short film, you'll want to watch it before you yeah. listen to this. So there's a link in the description. But yeah, enjoy our Trouble Date BTS. And welcome to this special episode of Written By. Written By. This is the behind the scenes episode for our new short film, Trouble Date, Trouble which Date. is out now. Yeah, guys, go. Uh, you guys were a part of this journey just as much as we were. I mean, you didn't do as much work as we did, but... <laughs> yes, this short film, this is based on an episode we did, episode yeah. two of this podcast. Okay, all right. I have drawn a double date, so... Double date. A short okay. film about a double date. This should be riveting. I think what's so crazy is all, it's episode two. Yeah. So it's like when we started the podcast, we started this with the the hope of one, like this will help us become better writers. But also now we have two seasons full of short film ideas that we could potentially create. And the fact that one of the first ever episodes that we did for Written By is now an actual short film makes me feel like we've like we've accomplished a Written By task. Exactly. Yeah. It feels like the idea has finally come full circle. Yeah, that was fun. I I feel like this one would be really fun to do. Dude, yeah, I think think we should write it. I thought it'd be interesting because a lot of people, they come on here every week or every other week. We draw from the bowl. Yeah. We have an hour to outline a short film. And that's kind of where the episode ends. But there's, there's a whole lot more work 
just for screenwriting and then also like the totality of making a film that yeah. you don't quite get to hear in the podcast because we can't make a film every week. So right. So what uh what happens when the mics go off and we're like, okay, it's time to make this a short. So I guess we'll we can talk specifically about episode two. Yep. We finished recording that one. And I think we both were like, that's a really good. Yeah. To be quite honest, like I felt like we had peaked really <laughs> early because yeah. everyone I talked to who listened to Written By, the entire first season, the first their favorite episode was Double Date, the yeah. second episode. Yeah. Oh, have you have you listened back to it recently? I haven't. Because I've I've been cutting promo stuff. First of all, it's crazy how much higher quality the audio is now that yeah. I specifically remember that day my condenser mic wasn't working. So I was using a shotgun mic. And so anytime I like <laughs> turned my head slightly, the hear. audio would mess up. <laughs> That's a big reason I haven't gone back to listen to it because I, mm. I kind of cringe at the audio quality. But you got to work with what you've got. And I think it's really cool that we've grown so much. Yeah, but It's also crazy though how many, how many ideas there were that didn't end up in the final thing or ended up in the final outline, but we took out of the the main story for yeah. whatever reason like like looking back on it i don't know if you remember but uh joy and craig uh they were on ozzy osbourne's van doing coke at one point oh yeah joy or donnie worked at a energy drink company called oh, kaboom or kaboom, kaboom instead or of bang yeah 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 because we've had this running ozzy osbourne uh, joke what if as they're pulling away they see ozzy osbourne like stranded on the side of the road and he's like yo craig <laughs> work like for the marketing company for an energy drink this universe's version of bang without saying bang that's exactly what i was thinking was bang yeah. uh pow pow God, that's great that's great pow energy and <laughs> she was hyped on that the whole night <laughs> just ideas like that and and i guess that stuff that um in a writer's room i don't know i've never been in a writer's room but written by kind of is our own little writer's room that's the mm -hmm. kind of stuff that gets you to the idea so when the episode ends we're both like that's really good and my friends and i'm sure your friends that listened to written by that heard that episode were like oh, that's the one mm -hmm. like that's the one to make we started working on what that would look like as a script if i remember correctly i think i started going through the outline and just kind of typing the story and um is this the one where i was just like i'm stuck man and i just sent you my draft a little bit yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We do this a lot. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if I remember, you just kind of, what was in the outline segment, you just put like just that. You yeah. didn't really add any other sauce or anything. It's just like, okay, we have the skeleton. We have the scaffolding. We have something yep. to work off of. We open Craig and April sitting at the restaurant table. Craig's like, oh, why do we have to be here? I was supposed to Twitch stream tonight. I want to watch a movie. And April's like, hey, I know this dude from work and we're trying to, you know, try something new. There was like basic dialogue to get yeah. through the story. Yeah. I remember the, the biggest deal with adapting this is I definitely, I wanted there to be a little bit of a surprise. So even if you heard the podcast episode, there was something new and interesting. Yeah. But like also the biggest change we had to make was when Donnie and Joy first show up and they're like, wait, that's your ex-wife? It was originally Craig had just not told April that he had been married. That he before. had been married. Yeah. 
but then like looking into like shooting it for real it felt a little unrealistic that that would happen yeah, yeah. i don't like talking about it and then i think it would be also really- that's gonna be a big deal for their relationship if they if they've been in a relationship enough to like to spice things up but she doesn't know that he was married and so how we mitigated it was oh she used to be a goth <laughs> and that's why nobody recognized her before well it's, yeah, when i read so robert sent me back another draft and i read she looks a lot different now that she's out of her cyberpunk emo emo goth phase <laughs> and i just thought that was a really funny like throwaway line uh-huh. but then as we get farther in production Robert's like, actually, I think it would be, I think it would be better if we actually cut to these, <laughs> the flash- these flashbacks, because yeah. that was a that was a thing that I really didn't have any part of. Like that wasn't in the script, I don't think. Right, the cyberpunk parts. I I put in the script that there was like a flash or two mm-hmm. of it, but of course that's also how the story transforms, not just writing it but also the shooting and editing phase when we shot those parts the makeup was just like eons better than what i was expecting our makeup person diana just did a really great job of like being really creative and making these people feel real and it also looked a lot scarier than i had pictured even though they were goth people i i don't i don't know what i was picturing but they looked different they look scary and so that that inspired us in the editing to be like what if we treat certain sequences like a horror Horror. film where it's almost like they're they're like the ghosts of craig's past that are (laughs) haunting our main character again this was a, a a robert thing like he i think after we like after we wrapped up that second day when we were shooting all the cyberpunk cutaways robert was like me, me and Robert were talking about it, and I was like, "Where? How is this? Where is this going to go?" And you were like, "I think it would be really cool to like change the whole pacing by kind of adding these like horror elements, almost." Mm-hmm. And then when you watch the first cut with it, you're like, "How did you think of this? <laughs> that, like, how did <laughs> how did this? She looks a lot different now that she's out of her cyberpunk <laughs> emo goth phase. A throwaway line become this thing that changed the whole tone and pacing of the whole short. You're boring and to death. You need some excitement in your life. McDonald is the name for the job. Okay, no. Our first film, we were trying to make a horror rom-com, and this one almost feels like more, more of, of that. Than- yeah. <laughs> Going back to the writing phase, right? So the, the podcast comes out, people like the story. It's, a, it's the first character-driven thing that we had really done. Yeah. Dialogue heavy. So we write a few drafts back and forth of what the script is going to look like, and then we go into... I think the first thing we did was like, well, I guess we got to figure out a cast, yeah, which was the most difficult part of this process, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was that this was the most like actors we had to get in one place at once. And the scheduling is always such a big thing to overcome. But Mm -hmm. yeah, we we really lucked out that uh, Matthew was available. He was cast like Maybe two, weeks, two before weeks before we were shooting. And I think the thing that's like really crazy to think about is it's a different short film depending on who's cast. Yeah. The person that we had originally cast who had to drop out, that character would have been completely different than the character that Matthew played. Yeah. Yeah. So much of it is dependent on just 
actors playing off each other and like you change one element of that the whole thing is different in the original episode we wrote joy to be like the southern crazy (laughs) southern bell character and then we cast kara who's who brought a different element to it so so much if you if you listen to the first episode and you watch the short film i think the most fascinating and interesting part to me personally and i would assume to a lot of people is like listening to us come up with ideas throwing stuff around we write a little outline at the end of the episode and then watch what happens in the final product and it's like they're obviously the same Mm -hmm. but they're like night and day different yeah you uh in our back and forth getting the script finalized you you did a lot of dialogue passes on that that's typically what you do kind of in our process how yeah how how do you approach that so i think when it comes to writing like you are really, really good at the description and structure. And that's where I lack a little bit. And so I try to make up for that by like really coming at the dialogue from the perspective of an actor, because when you're reading dialogue as an actor, you can kind of tell like, Oh, I'm going to have to work a little harder to make this sound natural. So when I'm writing dialogue, I'm kind of doing like a little improv scene to myself at my computer of like, well, what would I say? What's a funny, like I'm just, trying to think of like what I would actually do, what would I actually say, what would this character actually say, what's something funny. Okay, this is a funny thing that could be said, but how do I make it sound like it's coming from the character? And so when uh, I'm going through and just like trying to adjust dialogue, which I'll do like a lot, like even on the day of I'm changing (laughs) dialogue, uh, I want it to sound as natural as possible while also being really funny. Yeah. Do you you have like a line you're proud of uh yeah uh i think my favorite line is uh oh is that my work wife <laughs> yeah is that a u-line or a me no line? that was a u-line okay yeah. <laughs> uh that's another thing about we collaborate uh-huh. so intensely that is like sometimes i'm afraid to take credit for something because i'm like that could have just <laughs> been robert i don't know if that was actually me oh snap is that my work wife <laughs> What do you think it was originally that stood out to you like after the episode or even like while writing the script that like this is out of all the projects, out of all the short film ideas we've done, like this is the one to make? I really loved the idea of, like I said earlier, this is the first time that we've done something character driven. This is the first time we had more than just like one or two actors mm-hmm. and the di- they're all bouncing off of each other. These wacky characters are at one dinner table and shenanigans are ensuing and that was really um attractive to me that the the idea that this is a short film where we have four distinct weirdos playing off of each other yeah that was really cool to me what about you i think what it was for me is of course we 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 just stumbled into this because it's the podcast so it's like we have a prompt and we have to do it but what we ended up creating that i realized I don't think I've seen much of before is that it is a rom-com like at the heart of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rom-com. It's, you know, maybe more capital com than most rom-coms out there, but it's still a rom-com, but it's not about two people meeting and falling in love, but rather it's about a couple staying in love, which yeah. I don't see that a, a whole lot, but it's, it's, it's a situation most people are in because most people they only like meet the love of their life once, but 
but that's not where the story ends. There's like a whole bunch of other stuff that happens. <laughs> yeah. And I like that like this script explored that a little bit because I don't, I don't think we see enough of that. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about it that way. That is really mm. interesting. Jumping a little bit ahead into the production, this was really more difficult in the editing because or even in the shooting because it's four characters at a table which is notoriously one of the most difficult things to shoot yeah yeah people don't realize it's just a lot of doing the same thing over and over and over again because you have to get all these different takes you have to get all these different angles for coverage because depending on if person a is looking at person b or person c there has to be a different angle for that you want to punch in on important parts. It's, just, it's a lot to keep track of, and I don't, I don't know why I'm this way. I feel, I feel like <laughs> I am slightly dyslexic, but only for like my rights and left, which is a like, thing. That is yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. like I, I'm kind of directionally challenged just mm-hmm. in that way, and so like trying to keep track of the 180 degree was rule very is a lot difficult. Yeah. Which luckily you did have a DP and an yeah. AD helping you out, but still like I mean having to edit that too. <laughs> uh-huh. And and jumping character to character and this person's talking to this person but you can't break the 180 rule and so you're having to jump to this angle. It sounds extremely difficult. Yeah. And again you touched on it. It it, it was really helpful having Trevor the DP constantly thinking about that too. Also Shama our AD was looking yeah. out for that filmmaking is very much a, a team effort and so if you if you know your weaknesses going into it you could get a team around you that could cover for that that is it, it's all collaborative and i think that's what makes it so much fun because uh-huh. you don't have all the pressure on one shoulders which mm-hmm. i mean you did have a lot of pressure on your shoulders because you uh-huh. were the one running everything <laughs> but you know it, at least you didn't have to be alone. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's not what it looks like. I love you too, Craig. See, they're kissing each other. How could you? I didn't. I, for one, am appalled. Let's go. No. no. You seemed really excited about playing Donnie. Yeah. Because again, we, we were writing this. I remember when we were talking about it, I asked you, would you want to be Craig or Donnie? And you are like, oh, that guy, what? I don't want to be Craig. Yeah. No, I don't. Well, and that's the thing. that. And I think that's uh, this is something I was talking to about with Shama recently was I think when we create stuff, we're creating it like the first time we ever wrote something together that show it was like, what do you want to direct and what kind of character do I want to play? Let's write something like that. And so this was the first time that I I consider myself more of a character actor than like a. I'm not a romantic lead, you know what Uh, I mean? I find it more difficult to be myself, because like the Craig character is just maybe a little too close to home for me. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like I am kind of an awkward guy. I don't like going out yeah. and doing things in public a whole lot. And so trying to act like myself in a character doesn't appeal to me as much as playing this obnoxious douchebag. <laughs> I felt like this was really the first time that I've gotten to show like my ability as an actor uh-huh. because we did sing with fangs and it's like, that's a, that's almost like a, a Charlie Chaplin physical comedy yeah. where, you know, I'm flopping around and I'm doing all these things. But, uh, the one scene where it's like a real emotional scene is when we're on that couch. And when we put that out ever since I've been like, I don't know if I really like my performance there. Yeah. And 
I didn't want to put myself in another position where <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just doing that for the whole short. Yeah. But yeah, the Donnie character was super appealing because it's the biggest, wildest character in the short. Uh-huh. And that that's what I wanted to do. Nice. <laughs> that's that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so what was so appealing about directing this? Was it the challenge of it being four people at a table? Yeah, I th- well part of it is I've been writing some features that I hope to like I hope that these features will be the ones that are like maybe the first or second ones I actually get to direct for real. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at it, I think the combination of this short and then the next short that we're planning even though they're so opposite they both have elements that i want to be present in the first feature i do Mm -hmm. and so for this one it was an ensemble comedy there are four characters that are all bouncing off each other i like the challenge of reining all these actors in and giving them a space where they can play off of each other and creating comedy in that way and then also, yeah, the challenge of I had never done the table conversation before. Yeah. And I'm a director that in the shorts I write, I try to avoid coverage as much as possible. I don't like it. I don't like shooting it, but it's it's a necessary thing sometimes. And so this was a chance to try to be creative within the coverage. Yeah. And then also like put put a your own like unique spin on a rom-com, which is like, you know, it has its own tropes. And a lot of people could just live in the tropes, but like you, you have the opportunity to do a little new thing and it feels like a big choice. I I can honestly say that watching it, it's different than anything else I've seen, which is like interesting because it is like a romantic comedy, but there is just this unique vibe about it. And I don't know if it comes from the direction. I don't know if it comes from when we wrote it. Or if it's just the the characters playing off each other, but it just feels entirely unique. And I don't know if that's yeah. a good. It could be a bad thing. <laughs> it could like, be. Yeah. It could be like the reason it feels like nothing else yeah. is because it sucks. But yeah, no. we can't talk ourselves up too much because it hasn't come out yet. But yeah, but I, like when I watch it, I do think it is unique. Yeah, yeah. The combination of all those things, and then our next short being a little to no dialogue, mostly coverageless action. Yeah combine those two things those are the two tones i want for the feature work i'm looking to do so it's almost like look i've done a short film where Mm -hmm. it's heavy dialogue Mm -hmm. heavy coverage heavy just sitting there in a diner and then i've also done this more Mm action-led less dialogue maybe a little bit more vfx driven i'll I'll throw that Uh in there um both really hard things the table kind of coverage thing and then the vfx things that we we hope to do although you are touching on something a lot of y'all might not realize there are a lot of vfx shots in this short way more than we wanted yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it it was it was one of those moments where we're we're transforming a space that isn't the type of restaurant that's portrayed in the film it's like a it's a bar. It's like almost. a bar brewery yeah. type yeah. place that we're shooting in and we're turning it into a nice restaurant. There were some set elements that kept on falling down and they were taking <laughs> up a bunch of time to reset. So at some point, Shama or AD is the one who's in charge of keeping us on time. I told him that maybe I thought 
I could fix it in VFX. You never want to be the person that's like, we'll fi- fix, fix it, it in post. post. But when the clock is running down, yeah. you kind of have to make the decision. Is this worth the time or you confident that you could fix it later and we fixed it later and it looks all right <laughs> <laughs> well no i think it looks more than all right yeah well there you you get a huge benefit of people aren't looking, looking for it for a c stand on the wall behind them so if they aren't <laughs> looking for it they don't necessarily yeah. see it now that you've listened to this you are. can look for it <laughs> but another fun thing to look for in the background is one of the extras in the restaurant is lois Hayde. Who yeah. was uh, one our last short film we did? She played the the other lead uh-huh. single with Fangs, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, we got to have like our own little like Easter egg exactly. thing. Exactly, that's actually man, that's one of my biggest regrets of the short. Is I was so busy with other things, I didn't realize that Lois was sitting in on scenes that she wasn't seen in, mm. and it was really hot in that room. We were all sweating so much. Yeah, it was really, really hot. Because again, man, no one tells you this in film school, <laughs> but when you're shooting on location for audio, you got to turn the air off. Yeah. And you got like 15 people in an enclosed Crammed space. Up. And there's lights. <laughs> yeah. And there's... <laughs> oh, man, dude. It uh, it was extremely hot. And... uh. I'm not the best at taking care of myself in those days when I'm trying to work and run around and make sure everybody's having a good time. It was like one time I almost passed out sitting up there um, and I was like, I'll be back later. And I had to go sit downstairs for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hot in there. Um, but yeah, VFX, I think they were. I think they, I mean, yeah. it's just someone, I think it's a famous saying where it's like filmmaking is just problem solving. Yeah. And that's what you had to do all day as the director is you mm-hmm. were just trying to fix every problem that popped up. It's like, hey, putting this curtain back up has been taking us 30 minutes and we're not going to make our day. It's like, well, I'll just fix it in post. Mm-hmm. And then, so now you have to figure out how you're going to go about that. Uh-huh. And I even asked you, like, because I didn't, I was like, There's, how do you fix that in post? And I was like, how do you do it? And you were like, I'll just do this, this, this. And I was like, okay, if you seem so yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel I feel like I could do anything in post after this one project we both worked on. Someone yeah. had something written on a shirt, a t-shirt, the day of filming. They decided they wanted something written on their shirt and it was misspelled. Oh, and I had man. to physically yeah. like Photoshop switch the letters around and track it to a moving cloth. Which... And it was like the, the actor was sprinting yeah. in this commercial thing and I do. After I watched that, I was like, "No, he can fix it." Because that's even what you told me. Uh, yeah. Is when I was like, "Are you sure you can do that?" You were like, "I'll just do the same thing I did for that thing." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. If you can do that, then you can do it." Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you do you have a moment on set or like a like a performance choice that you're really proud of? Hmm. Um. I don't know. I think the thing I'm most proud of is a decision I made beforehand <laughs> that I was going to chew gum. <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm really proud of it because i think it really makes the character what it is um but between that and then the shrill laugh that you wrote you wrote the dolphin i laugh. did yeah um, yeah oh then, wait they don't they haven't seen the script it's described in the script <laughs> as like a dolphin type laugh that, ah! <laughs> yeah like a very like frat bro like ah! yeah hi tide bro <laughs> um and so between choosing to chew gum, which was, 
I had to chomp on gum for 12 hours that day, uh, which was a choice. And then picking that laugh, which I, I the laugh was a combination of Johnny Depp and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The way, Haha, you're weird. And um, Will Arnett in Hot Rod, which is what we based the character on. Like, <laughs> is he Will Arnett in Hot Rod? Exactly. Dude, that's exactly what I was about to say. So Donnie is played by Will Arnett is basically what I'm saying. But I realized very quickly when after we wrote this script and it was time for me to start like figuring out this character, I was like, I can't be Will Arnett. I'm not yeah, Will Arnett. Exactly, My voice isn't yeah. that deep. I'm, I'm just not him. And so I was like, how do I make something that honors the Will Arnett character in Hot Rod while still <laughs> making my own? And I was like, this weird yeah. <laughs> dolphin laugh that Robert threw in the script. <laughs> What is one thing on the set that you're like, I'm really proud of direction wise or even just because, I mean, you did a ton of things. You did the set deck. You did. Yeah. Honestly, there was a really simple direction that just like transformed this performance. But Matthew, during like the real dramatic part where he's telling Abby how much he loves her, he delivered the lines great. The performance was great, but it felt like just a little bit stiff. This was after the first take or whatever. Mm. But like you you could tell that it was there. He was saying everything great. But then I just realized that uh, I walked in and I told him to just do another take with like the same energy. Everything you're doing is great. Just uh, when people remember something, they typically like kind of look up with their eyes. I think it's like up to the oh, left yeah. or whatever. So it's like when you're saying this monologue about how much you love her, if you catch yourself thinking about a pass with her, just look up like Dude. that. And that like completely added more it life did. to I, it. When we watched it today, I noticed that. Yeah. And I was just like, what a great choice that he made. That, <laughs> I didn't know that that was the direction. That is a fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's great, dude. That that really did change that whole monologue. One, I can tell you the one thing I think you did that was like my favorite thing you did. Uh-huh. I thought it was amazing was uh, the you changed up some of the pacing from the first cut of the film that I saw to the next cut of the film that I saw. And I think that was just like, it transformed the whole thing. And I thought it was genius. Oh yeah. Wait, which part are you talking about? Cause there is, there was a part in the script where in the middle section, Craig and Joy are in the bathroom and then April and Donnie are in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And those were initially like two scenes on their own. And sometimes you when you get into them. the edit, yeah, you realize that like stuff drags on a little too long. So we we, we actually cut a few lines and yeah. then we intercut both those scenes. Which was great. Yeah. The part I was talking about was the the intercutting of the cyberpunk oh, scenes yeah. during yeah. the bathroom scene with I think it's me and Abby. Uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Um yeah, the, oh yeah, you're boring. Your boyfriend's uh-huh. boring. And then the I think that changed the whole thing and it, yeah. it made it 10 times better we've been talking a lot of like the things we're proud of because uh-huh. we're, we're very excited to have done this we made this and yeah. it's very exciting but also like i think everybody's very like self-conscious and worried that it's <laughs> not good what was one thing on the day that you were like oh no man i feel i feel like it was this way for the entire cast the entire crew especially because a lot of people on crew i hadn't worked with before mm-hmm. and so they were they were just getting a vibe for me like that first time there was everything felt really rushed. It, it it looked like 
we weren't going to make our day. Yeah. Which actually this, this shoot was the most on time, time we had this ever crew been. has ever been. Ever been. <laughs> but at the, during the first half of the day, we really thought we were going to run like three or four hours over. And then we ended up any right on the on minute. Yeah. On, on the, the minute. minute. We, we, yeah. we wrapped on the minute and um, yeah. yeah. So that was, but, but I, the, the moment that was, just a great morale boost for the crew and the cast where I think all of us realized that this is going to be good was the first scene where we had Gunner's yeah. character when he comes on and delivers those lines. And he was just so convincing and, and just so fun. Like all of us were fighting laughter hearing that for the first time. I, I hadn't shown any of the actors gunner what he was going to yeah. look like what he was going to sound like just wanted to catch their genuine reaction that first time and he just like surprised all of us he's just su such a professional such a just a great talent who are you oh my i'm the guy that's been in the bathroom <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I'm like, wow. So impressed by just one line. I was like, <laughs> when he showed up, I was watching. Like, you could probably see it in that first take when he walks up in my in my face. You probably see it. I was just like, oh, this is what a professional looks like. It. I learned so much just from watching him do that. His one scene. Yeah. Like I learned a ton just watching like as an actor because like I watched like he kept telling the makeup lady he's like no I want more water I want more water like he was making choices yeah uh, <laughs> he was making choices right there right, right before he was about to go on and then uh, he like picked up a drink that was sitting on the table and drank the water <laughs> and threw it down and then he just started screaming his lot and and man what a pro that's when I because yeah. that whole day I was like. I was trying to be like, you know, I'm going to show up and I'm going to make sure everybody's having a good time and I'm going to be super professional. I'm going to try to, you know, like this, this, I want it to be like my set and I want uh, everybody, I want to make sure uh, I'm having fun and joking around and everybody's laughing and, you know, the other actors, because a lot of them hadn't done film stuff. I wanted them to be like, oh, Chase's just follow his way. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking, right? I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to make this like my set. I'm going to do this. And then Gunner shows up and I'm like, you're in charge. Like I... <laughs> I learned yeah. a ton. Yeah, no, we we were really lucky to get him on board. He's such a great dude. He is also a director for all y'all listening. He's yeah. got a short called Wages of Sin out, and he's got a lot of really exciting projects that hopefully you will be hearing about. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. Next little bit. He's great. Um, so your, your big thing was like, your biggest concern that day was just clicking with the crew and making time? Yes, yeah. Because there, there was so much coverage, and se seven pages for a twelve-hour day is actually like a whole lot. I think professional film sets will do on average like three or four pages a day. Yeah, yeah. I think what was also in our favor is we really didn't have any like we didn't change locations. Yeah. We were all in the one spot, and then we at, we we saved the last little bit of the day for the bathroom scenes, and yeah. we got we got through those quick. Yeah. Dude, second day was really chill though, because we were just oh, in the yeah. studio doing yeah. doing the cyberpunk god. We just had to get some funny makeup, do some dances. It was just it was <laughs> Robert, Shama, and myself, and then uh, Abby and Matthew and Kara, uh -huh. and it was just 
all of us in the dark. <laughs> a dog showed up at one point and jumped on the couch. <laughs> with with every project, I always want there to be one moment where everybody just looks around. And it's like this is this is crazy. This is stupid. What are we <laughs> doing? That was like, that. Yeah, that was that for sure. I like don't want to do a project if we don't have a moment like that you know dude i feel like that's when you know you're making you're making a bold choice <laughs> it could go either way it could be good or bad but it's like you're doing something i think yeah i think that's what we all thought when we looked at <laughs> matthew's makeup and i saw my makeup and and kara's really wasn't that crazy if you know kara like <laughs> oh man that was the funniest thing was it's it was revealed that kara had gone through a very brief <laughs> Albeit, like emo but phase. an emo phase. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she kind of just looks like Kara with yeah. green hair. She also took the pants home. Nice. Like, yeah, yeah, she like was. Oh yeah, pants. she was like, I'll wear these. And she was like, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. When I saw what we were all wearing, I was like, I don't get it, <laughs> but I trust Robert's gonna make it look good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, I can I can tell you the the thing that concerned me the most on the day. Oh, what? On the first day, yeah. the scene, I call it the Godfather scene. That's what the crew in, kept calling it. Oh, yeah. Where I'm sitting at the table and I'm delivering. Yeah, it's that. it's just you and April alone and it's yeah. like flat on you. Um, I think we cut, we cut some lines from that scene, right? Yeah. It was originally a lot longer uh-huh. and I, I say a lot of things. And uh, we did like three or four takes. And I just wasn't feeling like I felt like I wasn't getting it. Yeah. Like there was something off about it. And I, I didn't know how to explain it. And so like when I was talking to you after one of the takes, I was like, are we getting it? Like, do we have it? Like, what what do I need to do? I just felt like the whole day, all I could think about was like, I feel like I didn't because it looks so cool. Yeah. It's like I lean up on the table and it, it looks sick. And I was like, I hope I didn't like fall flat in this really important moment. Um, but in the edit, the way that it cuts back and forth with the other scene, I think that it. Yeah, it worked out. Honestly, I think what it was is it was just a matter of we didn't even need that much dialogue right. in that part to begin with, and that that's part of why making things is so important. Is you could you could write all you want, but like until you're like on a film set shooting something, you don't really know if it's gonna work or not. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's just one of those things. I, where, would, I say the exact same thing mm-hmm. a few scenes later. Yeah, pretty much yeah. word for word, and so yeah, that that's one of the biggest things you have to look out for as a writer. It was just like not having people say the same thing twice, and as much as we're like laser focused looking for that before we you finalize the script, yeah. you still yeah. Until you took the lines out in the cut that I saw, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense yeah. <laughs> that we don't need that. <laughs> yeah, most of I there is an interview with David F. Sandberg who. He does the Shazam Shazam movies, but his first movie, he was his first feature. He was adapting a short he made and he said that he was feeling really bad about the footage that they got and he wasn't sure if the movie was good or not. He thought the movie was trash. And so he did a he did an edit where he was just like throughout this edit. I'm just trying to take out as much as I can just so. If I don't like this, at least like there is less movie at the There's end. There's less that I don't like. Yeah, but then after <laughs> doing that take where he's just brutal cutting everything, yeah, it's a really good movie, <laughs> and it's, it, it lights out, right? Yeah, it lights yeah. out, and yeah, it's just like whatever the shortest version of the film is that gets across the stuff is usually the best version. Yeah, and again, that's just a 
as you create more things, you learn to spot that stuff in the script phase a little earlier. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the next one we do, we'll 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 see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the next one we do, we'll have barely any dialogue. (laughs) We're like, we're going to cut all of it. Um, What is one thing that you learned from this? Because that's, we talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. We're learning. Yeah. And I think that we're great at learning. You know, yeah. like we, we, we're making stuff and we're constantly writing stuff and we're yeah. great at learning. So what is one thing that you learn from the, the whole production and editing and this short mm-hmm. film? And, and Yeah, I think uh, both with this being the step up in crew from this film for the last film was huge. Was we a, had a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot more people. We had Trevor back, but the, I had an AD on this one. Yep. I didn't on the last one. Game changer. Yeah. I had I had a really good gaffer on this one. He he was a last minute addition, Doug. but dude, Doug was Doug was an MVP Doug showed on up this and one. Doug showed out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and we had Diana on makeup who also showed out. Yeah, she's the best. And, yeah, and then also the nature of the film being an ensemble piece with a lot of characters. It was it was I just learned a lot about managing a bunch of different crew people and just letting them do their thing the best they could just just trying to oversee the overall vision and just give the little sandbox where everybody could just go crazy i i hadn't had much of an opportunity to really play around yeah to not to not have to do so much myself but just step back and just like let people do what they're good at yeah like that yeah that's a good 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 answer feel like because this is like such a formal like thing i should be like thank you for coming (laughs) we've all been here for like an hour thank you for chilling with us already for the past hour and continuing to stay Ooh, uh me and i don't know if you guys know this uh i was leaving my girlfriend's house the other day and uh, i think i told you about this i was leaving my girlfriend's house the other day and the chick-fil-a car pulled up oh my god because her dad had ordered chick-fil-a and i saw matthew walking in (laughs) walking up and then i I looked i was like oh what's up man and he just kind of stared at me yeah yeah, work brain was still uh, thinking about the chicken, <laughs> the Lord's food. And then I was like, this man, he looks familiar. It's Chase. It's Chase. Mm. I was in my street clothes. Jaeger bombers, our- like mm. flashback in your head. Exactly. Oh, that's what they're called, right? Jaeger bombs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see me like hair slicked back, tan orange makeup. Gum chewing. Oh, yeah, oh. gum chewing. So how did, we'll start with Matthew. How did you get involved in this project. Ooh, um, I was just chilling at my apartment. I got a text from Abby. Bing. Bing. Uh, and it was just, we had been talking like earlier that morning, uh, the conversation ended. And then it was like, what, eight hours later, there's like, Hey, are you free on this day? And I was like, <laughs> very ominous. <laughs> um, I, I, I think so. Why? What's up? She's like, Oh, we're looking for someone for the short film that like I'm working on. I was like, immediately. Hell yes. <laughs> I, 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 I texted my boss immediately. I was like, hey, I'm going to need this day off of work before I even like submitted. Like, yeah, yeah, I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. It's great. So I was oh, really nice. excited. And did you know Robert or Chase before? No, that? I I think I'd like I'd heard your names before because I was friends with Brian. And yeah, yeah that's Brian the friends. funny thing is yeah. you used to be roommates with a DP I work with a lot. Yes, so. yeah. Brian French. He lived at my uh, house for a summer while he was doing like some freelance work here in South Carolina. 
But yeah, so after I texted Abby, I was like, yeah, I'm down. And then she sent me some names and I texted Brian. I was like, all right, these people, who are they like? And he's like, oh, they're chill. They're awesome. You should work with them. I was like, okay. Had you done a lot of film acting before this? Um, So I had done some like student projects in like college, but the most like professional film acting, I'd done like background in Atlanta, done like Dear Evan Hansen, Spider-Man, Loki. Wait, you were a Dear you Evan Hansen? I knew about Spider-Man. You see his I didn't face like, in these movies. Yeah. It's so cool. I didn't <laughs> know you were a Dear Evan Hansen. Hold Listen, on. Let's wait, which scenes? Yes. Listen, I, I was just booked as like a regular adult on one day. And then one of the 80s really liked me enough where the next day I got an email. They're like, hey, we had like three people in our core high school background dropout. We really like your energy. You want to join us for like a month. And I was like, sure so yeah i was just like any school scene in that movie i am somewhere in that shot you're just um, hanging out with a 45 year old high schooler <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, so, so so ben platt wasn't the only old high school student i know we're supposed to be talking about our movie but did you like when you were sitting there in the hallway watching ben platt walk by were you like this is garbage like you, I, you just not look. no 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 actually we I got in a little trouble on some days on set because my hair was the exact same length as him. And therefore, oh. if it was days where he had close ups, they would tell me I had to go like far out because they like I was like four or five inches on him. But they're like, if we're not thinking about your height, you guys look too similar. So you can't mm. be in the shots. I was like, OK. But then Daisy wasn't there. They're like, let's bring you on forward. I was like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah, nice. man. That's so funny. So. uh it i think we've talked about this before where is like finding the actor for this character like was wild like we couldn't find someone and then finally abby was like i found someone and then you came in and you completely blew it out of the water mm-hmm. it was like it was better than we could have hoped Thank so you. what was that what was your process from that text from abby getting the script and then showing up on set. How many, how, what was the time frame too? How long before? I think the turnaround from like getting the text to filming for me was about two and a half weeks. Okay. So what was your process in that two and a half week? Um, I'll be honest. One of the main things that helped me a lot was once I found out that Abby was the lead, I was like, okay, we've already worked together. Mm-hmm. And not only have we done shows together, like we've done callbacks together and we just have really good like acting chemistry together. Mm-hmm. And also just as people, we like read each other really well yeah. and we're very comfortable. So I was like, okay, Tender. I don't I don't need to think too much of like the character because I know I'll be able to sit with Abby and we'll be able to just like bounce off of each other. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. And then from there, it was just like getting the tech, like the text of like, um, you know, uh, I'm not. I've never been in a relationship. So it was just like trying to find like how to be romantic and what lines really were in that kind of motivation. With, yeah. 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 What, what do you think was like the biggest challenge for you on the day of shooting? <sighs> the day of, I think just the first shot of, Oh, we're doing this, you know, going from like, we're just chilling, getting our makeup done and we go up, we're sitting and like people are moving all around us. And then all of a sudden we're like, all right, let's set up this shot. Uh, it's going to be on Matthew. And I was like, oh, oh, we're start, we're start with me. It's we're going to, okay. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool. And then within like, it felt like 10 seconds. We're like rolling. I was like, okay, okay, cool. But then after that first take, I was just like, okay, no, this is the group. This is the vibe. 
I like it. Just ride the wave. Just ride the wave. Ride the wave. <laughs> it is a very different experience than theater because you have mm-hmm. you have the gaffers, you have the grips, you have the AC, you have lights, you have people moving stands. They're like, hey, yeah. can you get when you walk out? Can you duck under this one C stand? And it, it's a lot difficult. And it's also a lot more stop, start, stop, start mm-hmm. as opposed to theater when you're kind of like you'll do a whole scene, but in this one, it's like we're doing one line. Exactly. You're like you're performing for like 15 seconds, but like over and over and over again versus like a show where like you're performing for two hours with maybe like a couple minutes of breaks here Mm. and there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the most challenging thing, I feel like, in my opinion, is like the way the energy like cuts off and you have to like recreate it over and over and over again. And we're like, this doesn't feel authentic (laughs) anymore. (laughs) So how, how do you how do you think you recreate the energy? Oh, Honestly, I feel like sometimes I'm successful at it and other times not. It just kind of depends on the take. But I mean, just going back to the basics, I guess, just like stepping back into your motivation and like connecting with your scene partner. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like a weird adjustment though, getting used to hopping in and out of it so quickly. And then all the moving parts, I still, I need more camera training, I feel like. But you're, I'm it's, shocked. This is like your first bigger, this, like, Definitely like film. the most lines I've ever done yeah. in like any type of film. Well, for sure. you were very, very natural at it. So it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I was, yeah, very pleasantly I had surprised. A, I had a fun time. Yeah, it, it was, was awesome. good. <laughs> it was really fun. So jumping over to Abby, how did you get involved? Well, we did a podcast episode on... um Y'all's podcast. What's it called again? Written. Written. Oh, Jesus. I follow you on Instagram. I just couldn't remember the name of it. I promise. Um, and that was so fun. And after doing, okay, I promise I'm a real fan. I, it was the, it was like the oldest gorilla the joke of yeah, the oldest gorilla joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was it was a blast. I really enjoyed it, and it I like binged several episodes. And I went after I found I. I told you guys after we finished, I was like, if you guys are ever turning these into short films, like, let mm-hmm. me know. And so then what? It was like maybe a month later. No. I just got a text from Robert. He was like, hey, you want to play April? Here's the script. And I was like, yes, yes, I do. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. But and you've uh, also worked with us a lot before the podcast, too. Mm-hmm. You started working with Shama and Robert directed. Your first thing was a comedy sketch called... Breakup press conference yes. that Robert directed. It was in 2019. Yeah. Correct? In the uh-huh. fall. I remember, so Evan Hamlin texted me while I was Dear on like Evan a practice. <laughs> Dear Evan Hamlin. He texted me while I was in the middle of like practicing in the practice room for like piano class. And he was like, hey, they're looking for, some of my friends are looking for like a girl for this little short film. Here's the script. And then here's the name of their YouTube channel if you want to check them out. So then I watched like the homeschool like anthem thing that Shaman P did. And I was like, oh, these guys seem cool. Like this is a high quality video. Okay, I'll do it. And I'd never been on a, a film set before. And so I walk in and there's like people everywhere. And they had like this really legit camera that they used for like the Whitney Houston documentary. <laughs> and I have like no idea what's going on. And I've like never done like multiple takes over and over again before. And like there's a huge group of people standing there watching me while I'm in the middle of like going through all these takes and I'm meeting PD for the first time. And you're in the audience, which is yeah. really fun. And you're like directing. And I'm like, I don't know, like what? Like, <laughs> like how to even like take direction for like film. It's like everything is my first time. And uh, but it was really fun. And afterwards, PD texted me. He was like, "Hey, so 
you're in. <laughs> he was just like, you're in. We're going to use you for more projects. And I was like, okay. Oh, it's, it's so know. funny you remember it that way. Because I, I remember like meeting you for the first time on that yeah. shoot. And we had, we had like maybe 20 or 30 minutes just you, me, and PD running over lines. Yeah. And I could tell you're really good at it. So, yeah. <laughs> I was making uh-huh. my you were booty acting. off. Yeah. No, I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, yeah. yeah. Thankfully, I knew my lines pretty well because I like just memorized them as much as I could I, beforehand. Actually, I remember I was consciously trying. I knew you were a theater major. So I was trying to remember how Amy oh, Dunlap would do yeah, rehearsals with us and do the same thing. Amy. She's awesome. No, you did a great job. It was so um, fun. That whole experience was great. And I can't believe it was so long ago now. Like it still yeah. feels like it yesterday so a long time. so we've worked with you a ton and then uh we asked you to be a part of this and then you kind of also were a major part of production kind of pre-production because we kept going to you and being like we need someone mm. to play craig yeah and we were trying and then that's how we found matthew Ding. so very integral part of pre-production as well I'm happy it all worked out. Uh, so yeah. other than trying to help us find someone, what was your process from getting the script until the first day on set? Hmm. I'm mainly just getting off book, of course. Like that's baby step number one. But then also oh, channeling into that like relationship insecurity that causes all kinds of like, you know <laughs> – Acting in certain ways, and all, I mean, I've got, I've had multiple relationships at this point. So coming from a different place, but I got you. It's amazing what happens though when you're working with someone who just has like good natural instincts. Because it was, it was very easy to step into that with Matthew, and was very comfortable. Also, so you were drawing from like a very real experiences. Uh yes and no. I would say just because the tone of this sketch was very comedic. Mm. I was able to take it at like a lighter level, I guess you could it's say. it's not funny when it happens in real life. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's not. <laughs> Definitely not. When your boyfriend brings a different date. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. like, um, who is this? But yeah, no, I've definitely never really been in that kind of situation before with like another woman being present. I've been cheated on before, but <laughs> I've never Aww. had like another woman being like specifically present at that time. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. I shouldn't laugh, but I just thought that was funny. Yeah, no. (laughs) Because it's it's like, I've been cheated on before, but not while I was like in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, thankfully they had the common decency not to do it. I was in the room. We uh, did do a rehearsal before the first day on set, which you were part of. Matthew was not a part of. No. We still oh, trying yeah. To find. I totally yeah. like blanked on remembering that. That was really fun. That was really With fun. With me, you, and Kara. So was there any major changes you made from that day at the rehearsal that you were like, okay, this is what we did at the rehearsal. Maybe I should change it up for the actual day on set? Yeah. No, I think I was coming like from a much more serious tone when we did that uh, read-through initially and like working through the shots. It was a lot more serious. But then I was like, Abby – you can't just go your serious route. Like I, I tend to be more of a dramatic actor. So I was mm-hmm. like, this is obviously a lot more like fun and lighthearted. So finding a way to like lean into the awkwardness of the energy and just, I don't know, be more playful with it. So I, I think, think was- you did a really great job with being more playful, but also you are a very dramatic actor. And there's one part in the short. I don't know if this the short's out by the time this comes out. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. There's the part uh, when Gunner is yelling at you about how – Matthew's character feels about you and you've got like this little pout on your face and it's just so precious and you're just like you're like oh my god 
<laughs> have you guys ever seen Gilmore Girls? I have not. Yes, I know Rory. Rory, the character Rory. That's how I felt. I was like, oh my god. Aww. So, uh, so, but because you are playing the lead, you're playing the straight character, mm-hmm. quote unquote, in all of these crazy characters at this dinner table. You have Kara's character who's like trying to actively steal your boyfriend and yeah. she's crazy. And then you have my character who's, you know, just obviously you. insane. Just yeah, just me. That wasn't acting. That's just me. Channeling Kanye. Yeah, yeah. And then Matthew is also more of kind of more a grounded character. But even then, it still is like we see him with his mohawk and he is a little crazy. And so you are the more grounded character. Mm. How did that feel because I know if I was in your shoes, I would be wanting to like – it's like, oh, I want to be crazy too, but you can't. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It's interesting. It's funny though because I find like there are areas in which like if you're actually in this situation, it's going to be a lot heavier and like more stressful and like a lot more real. I guess you could say the emotion that you're experiencing. But um, when you step into it like – when you step into it and you're being like that serious kind of energy, but everything around you is really comedic in any way, in some ways it like amps up the comedy, like mm-hmm. that, that zoom in where if you can tell that it's like really impacting me in like this big moment, it <laughs> makes it comedic, yeah. which is really fun. So in those moments where I was able to like step into that more like serious type drama and emotion, it kind of made it more fun if anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, finding that balance between between the seriousness and the comedy was always fun. And I'm definitely still mm-hmm. learning that for sure. It's interesting watching yourself back. You're always like, oh man, I could have done this better and like that better and all the things. But overall, it was it was a fun time. So yeah, so yeah we, we all do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's and always I, hard to watch. And I gotta that. say, all of us hyping up each other makes I don't know about you guys, it makes me feel a lot better. Cause like I do the same oh, thing when we yeah. we just watched it right before recording this. And I was definitely like, Oh man, I don't know how I feel about this scene. And then <laughs> y'all start laughing. I was like, yeah. okay, never mind. Other people really like it. That must be that I did great. a good job. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it was really fun. So jumping into this is for both of you to answer. We did two days on set. The first day was where we shot everything at the the dinner table, mm-hmm. and then the second day was when we were shooting all the cyberpunk emo goth <laughs> cut, cutaways. So, what was I guess like? What were some fun like? What was your your favorite part about the first day and the second day? The second day was a lot more chill, mm. and we were all just kind of goofing off. But that first day too, it was like, what was some of the moments that you guys enjoyed the most? Um. Okay, I'll go day one. There was this moment where um. Abby and I, our characters, like we hold hands and we walk away. And like, there was this long time of just trying to find the lighting on our hands and the focus or whatever. <laughs> we're just holding and hands for At some point, we, we just like let go of hands and we just stood there. And then we just started swaying out of nowhere. Like there's no music, there's no nothing, but we both like started vibing off of each other and just like, okay, nothing's happening. And we just started swaying for like 30 seconds. And I, I just remember, remember that being like a moment of like, Kindred like, this spirit. Is kindred, kindred spirits <laughs> vibing each other, but also just like having a fun time. Aww. And even though like that was towards like the end of the shoot day and I was like, we might be tired, but we're still having a lot of fun. Yeah. So I remember that. Aww. Um, That's so sweet. Um, gosh, first day, I would say definitely when um, 
Toilet Man. What's his real name? Gunner. I'm Gunner. 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 He's awesome. I cannot yes. remember his real name for the life of me. I feel so bad. He's extremely talented. When he walked in on set and delivered that monologue, oh, oh, like oh, that, that was, first time. That was a game. Yeah. It was amazing. I was like, where did this person come from? Like it really did feel the way that it's portrayed in the short when mm. it's like, whoa, like what's happening? Like it really did feel that way, even though I knew that he was coming, just because the energy that he brought. Um, just the improv that he had. Cause I mean, he was still like, you know, learning the lines and stuff like at certain moments, but it like gave him the freedom to just switch it up. And it was so funny. And I genuinely had to fight the urge to laugh so much oh, when we were doing those take. shots. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. it was a struggle. So that was probably my favorite from day one. Dude, I have, I have the clip of that first take because <laughs> none of the actors had heard him perform or even seen yeah. him in costume no. before that first time. I was trying to catch y'all off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have to show it to us because I want to see that yeah, so bad before it. we leave. Yeah. <laughs> Just all of you are trying so hard. Well, yeah. your eyes get really wide when that first yell comes out and and all you were just trying to like keep trying from laughing. I want to see that so yeah. bad. I know I failed at that, yeah. but that, um, w- that was a hilarious. Like, because even before he walked on camera, he was just like, "I need more sweat." And so Diana, <laughs> the hair and makeup lady, was like drenching him more. He's like, "No dousing. more, more." It, it was just really funny. Uh, so the second day, we're in uh, a different location. We're shooting in a studio, and we're shooting cyberpunk emo goth. <laughs> cutaways you particularly had to be in the makeup chair for a while my stars diana did such an incredible job (laughs) i've tried straightening my hair before and putting things in it and it's just so thick and curly nothing happens so when she's like i'm gonna try to put it up in a mohawk my first thought was like ah ha ha good luck good luck yeah exactly (laughs) and then like as soon as she's done she's like i got it done i was like i wonder how this looks i looked in like a little mirror and i was like who who what Who is this it's, person? it's up and it's straight oh my god mm-hmm. um actually when we were done shooting i went to go see my mom just to freak <laughs> her out i was just like hey we finished filming i didn't tell her what scene we were doing i was like we finished filming can i come say hi she's like sure and so, like I, i'd at least like i'd taken off like the black stain like lip and all that yeah, stuff yeah. it was just the hair and like a little bit of the eyeshadow and i just like came into her office and she's like uh um Oh, oh, the film, the fil- you were, the, you did that scene today? And I was like, yeah. That so, was, well, that's a strong choice of hair and makeup today, son. Absolutely. That, I mean, there was a concern of like, oh, he doesn't look anything like the rest of it. So we were like, we have to figure out a way to make the audience, make sure the audience yeah. knows that that's him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it ended up the faces. You can still yeah. tell. Yeah. 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 It was a shock though, for sure. It was really, because I didn't even see it because I left to yeah. go oh, i think i left right. to go that's grab right. food because we'd finished my takes because i'm not mm. in that scene so i left to go grab mm-hmm. like coffee and some stuff but i was waiting because i was going to drive kara home afterwards so i didn't really see <laughs> you guys in your full glory until just now when we watched it and it was very entertaining and i saw i mean i recognized it was you but it took a second i was like whoa <laughs> right? who is this person <laughs> it's amazing yeah, what what were kind of some of your first impressions of the film? Because you just watched it for the first mm. time as a recording this. Yeah, no, I. You said that you're not going to keep the background music that we just watched, or is it? Yeah, the, it will have the same tone, but okay, gotcha. It will be different music. I it took on a whole different energy when that music was playing in the yes. background. It was so different from what I expected. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, like that uh, kind of style of almost like yeah. the 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 pace, almost like a uh, mm-hmm. the music and the editing made it just this 
much faster and jovial and comedic thing than I thought. Cause like yeah. you're doing it for uh, that first day we shot for like 12 hours and you're doing it over mm. and over again. It feels like a very long day. And then seeing that footage so fast, so fast, you're like, <laughs> Oh, okay. What is just, happening? Like, mad respect to you guys for being able to like see that in a long day and mm. know like, Oh, this will be like a fast thing that we can. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. And the like, just that posh kind of energy that brings such a like <laughs> distinct comedic flavor into things. Uh, I was like, ah, oh, that's so fun. So I loved uh, the choice of music for sure. Yes. Um, which I'm sure it, as it adjusts, I'm sure it'll still be great. But um, I don't know. I feel like I have a hard time just not critiquing myself the whole time. I'm like, oh, man. While y'all were watching it. So that's. Well, yeah. it's very nicely put together. I'm excited to see it fully mm-hmm. completed and everything with all the editing. But yeah, no, it was just fun. Mm-hmm. I did not realize how funny our like back and forth <laughs> scenes oh. were going to be between me and you, Chase. The way that it like cut and it, when it had us directly looking yeah, into yeah. the cameras. That's what I, I was going to say next. Yeah. Is, uh, that's where like a good director comes into play because, mm-hmm. you know, Robert's there on set as the, as the director. He's yeah. looking at all the things. But as the mm-hmm. actors, we're sitting there. We kind of are picturing something different. Mm-hmm. Like in the moment, yeah. because we're in that headspace, like in that scene that you're talking about, in that scene, it feels very uh, – serious yeah it feels because you're ranting about something very serious and yeah. i'm watching you and i'm just like yeah. and you don't realize until you're watching it cut back and forth that it's like oh this is hilarious yeah. because he yeah. obviously doesn't care mm-hmm. what yeah. she's having to say yeah and, and it felt like breaking that fourth wall too but then it makes perfect sense like watching the editing i'm like oh that's so good job robert oh, good job. <laughs> you go it's so fun it's um. really and then I guess one last thing and then we can kind of start wrapping up is – so another another big change is in the script, which uh, we you we all got, the cyberpunk emo, emo goth stuff. Like it says, you know – It just kind of says like it flashes. Yeah. <laughs> and so when we're on set and uh, the first day, you're not thinking about it at all. And then the second day, we're in costume and we're doing this weird ridiculous dances and there's strobe lights and stuff like that. And you're kind of like how – is this going together? And is then you see how Robert controlled the pacing of the whole story with these cutaways mm-hmm. that yeah. are ridiculous. That's that adds a whole new element yeah. to. Uh, I guess my point was you don't really know as a performer what it's going to look like yeah. at the end. How it's all going to mm-hmm. come together? Yeah. Actually, I have a I have a secret. I didn't tell any of you about the cyberpunk goth uh, scenes. Did you actually shot. go through a cyberpunk? See, no, no, no. Um, so <laughs> I, wish, I, I want to see those pictures. So <laughs> I'm not like a professional dancer, but I do dance. I do a lot of hip hop and stuff like that. And when I read the script, I got in the version of the script that was immediately like you know cyberpunk goth and a lot of my stuff. And I was like. Do I choreograph like take it like I I, I went to you my apartment full dance routine choreographed like knee really? slides I choreographed oh, turns whoa. I choreographed some crump stuff but then yeah like I love crump but anyways um once we got on set and we like we were all talking about that same video of all those people under the bridge doing like the same those hand motions and, like that's the vibe I'm like. Yeah, I don't want to perform a choreography yeah. right now. Let's just let's just do the oh, hands up. I wish I had known. I was like, do I say anything? I was like, no, wait, they're gonna just do like one long take of me a doing choreography. Opportunity. Oh my gosh. Wait to prepare now. A strong actor prepared. Thank you. So thank you are yeah. very prepared. Thank you so much. Man, that's that's crazy. Um because uh, I'm glad you didn't. Because yeah. that would have been expected from me and Kara as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, a big 
a big thing that people say is like act a lot of acting is just embarrassing yourself in front of people mm-hmm. and in a theater set mindset like a theater environment it can feel like a little different because you're on a stage you're elevated you're over the audience and you're mm-hmm. like you don't feel as embarrassed yeah. but when there's camera guys and there's just crew guys standing around yeah. and you have to do a cyberpunk <laughs> goth dance yeah it can feel very um uh, you can be, you can feel very self conscious. So, did you mm-hmm. guys feel that at all during the the two days? Yeah, I, there's some moments, just just a couple here and there. Not mm-hmm. not the overall experience. Definitely that first take of the yes. day of just like, oh, we're acting, we're mm-hmm. we're doing things together. Um, it's funny I, too. I feel like you can feel that a little bit too. Like in yeah. the first several takes, it's like, okay, we're a little bit like unsure of what we're doing, like what the tone is. But as mm-hmm. it goes on, I feel like we capture the energy a little more. But maybe that's just, I may, I might have just been adjusting to the energy as well while the, I was watching. The only other time that at first, like the first take was like a little what was when we switched to the bathroom scenes. Because mm. it was all, it was like a, it was a nice spacious bathroom compared to like most public settings. Yeah. But still a confined space where it was just you know yourself your scene partner and then it was was it trevor on Cameras camera right yes. in your face yeah. yeah trevor was just you know moving back and forth on you and it was a much different experience of having a camera like a foot from your face and trying to deliver something to someone that's right there mm. and be like ignore ignore what's over here no one is moving over here <laughs> trevor doesn't exist trevor's Trevor, no trevor's no yeah yeah he's yeah. getting pushed against the bathroom stall yeah i want you <laughs> Oh yeah, when we did that the first time, I was like, "Oh God, okay, okay, cool." Now, now I know it's got. So for the listeners, there's a there's a little trick I tried for the first time on this film to like alleviate the, you know, the actors like being nervous on the first take. I I saw this interview with a famous actor, and it's written in his contract that he won't do a movie unless they shoot the middle scenes first and then all the rest later. And the thought process behind that is during the middle when like a bunch of action stuff is happening, you don't have to have the character completely down because most of the stuff is just like fight or flight instinct stuff. And it's the stuff at the beginning and the end that is really the character driven stuff. So if you wait to do that later, you've been in the groove of filming and you kind of have it figured more out comfortable. oh my yeah. stars that's actually really smart <laughs> so yeah i guess it just was my perception watching it back. <laughs> i was like oh we're still capturing the energy no that, that makes so <laughs> much sense though it just shows you how much yeah. goes into the directing side not to keep bragging about robert <laughs> no, 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 let, let, no let's keep bragging about robert okay. yeah. no, let's go well, my favorite oh. thing about robert, no, robert <laughs> your hair today just looks absolutely oh, amazing thank you. <laughs> i put conditioner in it <laughs> your boots incredible yeah, oh, yeah. strong yeah. choice are those docs yes yeah, dr martin's very nice mm. doc martin's doctor Doctor, doctor. Yeah. they're doctor. Okay. He's been called for all fuck. those years to be called doctor. <laughs> Don't disrespect Martin. Oh my gosh! Is there like a? a I was about to say diploma. Is that what's called diploma? On this Robert doesn't shoes? even have his diploma. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> his shoes got one before. Him. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm good. If you, yeah, are, man. I think that's good. Thank you all so much. And again, yes. y- y'all did such a great job on this film. All, all three of you, you, you included no, Jay. Good job, also Jace. including Kara, who <laughs> isn't here. Yes. Really proud of this cast and how y'all could work off of each other and push yourselves. It was really great. Yeah, Let's you. do it again sometime. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed the behind the scenes look at Trouble Date. Yeah, we have once again made a BTS podcast that is at least 10 times as long as the actual film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't, so I haven't heard the conversations 
in over a year that we had. So I hope I don't come it's across not, it's obnoxious. It's not over a year. It's more like six months or something. We recorded oh. that right after the final cut was done. So we oh. we had just finished the ADR sessions. That's kind of where we were at. Oh, yeah. It feels like yeah. over a year. I know. Yeah. But, a long uh, time ago. Yeah. We, uh, this is present day us talking. We yeah. put it out few days ago response has been really good we appreciate all of y'all for watching and sharing yeah. that it's, um we i mean we started doing written by for several reasons you know mm -hmm. to be better writers to always be in practice to but a big thing was to uh grow a bit of an audience so that way when we put out short films someone would watch them yeah and this is the i've said it over and over but it's the first full circle moment we yeah. finally completed what the podcast was meant to do and it's worked out it's done good. <laughs> yeah i mean it's definitely i think it's it's done the best out of any short film that we've done yeah right yeah i think so yeah and yeah, it's yeah. it's turned out the best like i uh yeah, I'm really i still i'm so proud of the the work the cast and the crew and everyone did on that yeah yeah, no, yeah. uh all of it was amazing one of the one of the comments i don't know if you saw it, one of the comments on youtube talking about hey let's not ignore the editing <laughs> yeah i was like heck yeah rob we're getting some editing creds yeah we've created an audience of people that that get it yeah we, <laughs> we frankenstein monster people who love us <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we've only attracted people that appreciate good film <laughs> that's, that's right. also funny you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i texted you when the short film first came out and everybody was liking everything on social media and watching it and everything. I was like, it's like just hooking an IV of serotonin straight into my veins. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that could, that could be dangerous, but it felt good at, at the time. Oh yeah. The, the come down was yeah. rough that evening, man. That was, yeah, that was hard, man. But oh, man, I guess since, since we recorded the BTS episode, like essentially all we really ran into was, a. Uh, it took a while to get the score done. And yeah. then, it almost, it kind of worked out in a way because now we're putting the short film out when a lot of other stuff is coming out. Yes. So it's like there are even more eyes on us. So that's true. You know, once in a while, it still works hey, out. Everything works out, man. Yeah. And and I think it was, uh, it, was a, it was a success, I think. Yeah. You know, it's only been two or three days as of this recording that it's been out. I think it was a success. Yeah. And we're so glad that you were all a part of that. And we can't yeah. wait to... Deliver the next short film based on an episode of this oh, podcast. Yeah, boy. <laughs> we we were supposed to have already filmed that. Yeah, but we uh again, We wanted to take our time. Yeah, yeah. We uh that that's one thing is we uh we used to do weekly updates on Trouble Date. We stopped doing them when we ran into so much like production stuff and everything. And that happens sometimes. We've also stopped doing the undeserted updates. And part of that's just cause uh you know things happen but every everything that is delayed this project is only gonna just make, make the film better. better we could have rushed it and filmed it when we wanted to but it wouldn't yeah. be we we had that conversation like yeah. talking about the serotonin boost yeah we wanted to shoot something so bad we almost did a rush version of and it would have been a big mistake yeah yeah um because i think our i think both of our plan i don't think we've ever said this on the air yeah. is uh we wanted to do we want to do a trilogy yeah of short films that we co-write mm -hmm. and produce and you know it's tied in with written by so we did uh sing with fangs now we've released trouble date we got one more yeah one more in the trilogy yeah and yeah after that's up in there we might we might still do another written by episode yeah it all depends. yeah 
But uh, but yeah, yeah. Right now we just we want that three, and we want that third one. Like we want it to be like single of the things was our first one. Mm-hmm. Trouble date is good. Yeah, it's the intermediate one. But then this next one, this one needs to be the biggest and best one we've done, and, yeah. and so we we've been putting a ton of work into it, and it's taking a lot longer than we hoped. But yeah, that's that's part of what's so weird about this release. Yeah, coming so long after the final cut was done was we're already capable of so much more. Yeah. Like you see the huge quality jump between single with fangs and triple date. Yeah. We're about to have an equal, if not greater jump from triple date to, to the next, next one. Ones, yeah. So. Hey, we're just super excited. Thank yeah. you guys so much for sticking along with the ride. Uh, I don't think we're going to do our usual in credits. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All, all you really need to know is again, if you've somehow disobeyed my orders and not watched trouble date before <laughs> yeah. listening to this episode, trouble date link in the description. It's on the YouTube channel. <laughs> Go watch it. Watch it again, too. Yeah, honestly. yeah. Watch it three times yeah. and then send it to your mama. I'm a, let's close with this. Uh-huh. My mom calls me last night. Yeah. I'm talking to her. I go, hey, did you see my thing? She goes, yeah. I shared it on Instagram. I was like, oh, thank you. And then she goes, I didn't share it on Facebook. <laughs> and I was like, why not? And she was like, it was, a, I don't know, it was a little risque. It's risque. And I was like, what? What was risque? And she couldn't give me a straight answer. <laughs> and she was like, well, it's not risque for you. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's take that. Hilarious. That's how we're going to end this thing. <laughs> I bet she thought the cyber goth stuff was weird. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next week with another great episode. I forget if it's a pitch or a bowl, but it's, a, it's something. It's a uh, pitch? No, it's a bowl. Oh, because we got out of order. It's a bowl. Oh, be voting on your favorite VeggieTales rival pitch. That's the only other like traditional outro thing. We'll oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Be voting. Be voting. Man, we let this drown out way too long. See you guys. All right, see you.